This is The Shits with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here on a Thursday. You know what that means. It's time to get to the tweets. You know what that is. If you want to get involved, we take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions as we round out the show just about every single day. Motsi, our buddy, David, D have the, the Photoshop, the Photoshop extraordinaire. And shout out to David too, man. I used to see him like all the time at these home games. He started pulling up to the Unibet tent. It yep. was a vibe, yep. bro. It was a vibe. Man. I know, shout, out to, yeah. shout, out, shout out to him though, man. Absolutely. He uh, he actually, it was the Titans game mm-hmm. that he invited me to. He was like, hey, I got an extra ticket to the Titans game. Uh, you know, last minute it was like a few. It was like three hours before the game. And Uh-oh. unfortunately, we were because we were le- that was the week before Christmas. Oh, we were yeah, leaving for leaving. Philly on Monday, so yeah. we had Christmas with my family scheduled for that Sunday. Oh, so you put your family over the Steelers? <laughs> wow! And I said to David, I said, "Listen, as much Who as I would love that? to ditch family Christmas, if I did that to my wife and my mother, they would love you for the it. first time with with uh, with uh, with our daughter, with the granddaughter, with a child. They, they would respect they, you so much for that. They, they might would... they might kick me out of the family. They might no, disown man. me. They would applaud your commitment. I think." I think own me and just keep my wife around. Strong possibility that way. Strong happen, possibility. Man. Strong possibility. David tweets, but we'll get to a game next year, maybe. All yes. right. You got tickets next year, David. You let me know. Uh tweets me and says, if you guys could break glass in case of emergency and you can pick just one Steeler player from the past to play in this game on Sunday, any era, who would you pick? I'm going to get 2016 Ben. I knew. See, I should have gone first. That was my. That's, that was my answer. You I'm son going. of a. Because I, I, I remember them years. Son of a. I remember those years very vividly. Yes. You. Give g- Give me that Ben, and I like us versus anybody. Okay. You. Yeah. Because I mean, that, let's be real. That's what we're missing right now. We We don't have a, that. That's That's the X factor. Yes, it is. We don't have that X factor right now. Top we, we five, quor- top five, it. top three quarterback. Yes. We get spurts of it. We might get a quarter of it. You, that was. We, yeah, I we, thought. We, yeah, we don't. We I don't thought get you were going to be like. Man. I thought you were going to be like. Oh, give me such and such on the defense. Yeah, we got. We already got a defense. And I was going to slide in with. We already just, got a pass rusher. Give me Ben Roethlisberger from six, seven years ago. Right, I'm like, I got my pass rusher. I got my running back. I got my safety. I got corners. I'm cool. I, I know my linebacker situation so, isn't ideal, so but you know, I can make that work. That's what I was going to say. So you know where I'm going. Because uh, I'll I'll give a different answer to mm-hmm. you know for the for the conversational purposes. You're such a good guy. I think I'd go one of I'd go one of two people. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking defense. I'm thinking middle of the field. I'm thinking run game. I'm thinking mm-hmm. if we can stop that Chiefs run, we can force him to be one dimensional. Then T.J. Watt can pin his ears back. How about Ryan Shazier? Okay. Or Mean Joe Green. I mean that's the easy one. Okay. Right? Okay. But okay. I think I'd go Big Shazier in this game because okay. ability to help with Kelsey mm-hmm. and ability to stuff the run. Okay. No, is that, like is that, that a good answer? I like that. But Casey Hampton or, or or Mean Joe Green would be a great answer too. Yeah, my home. It's just because I know the Chiefs are going to score. I'm just thinking you got to have somebody that can keep up with that. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I was like the days of like shutouts. We don't see that too often anymore. I don't anticipate even elite defense right now in the NFL. What that is. You know, when we talk about elite defenses now, they're not shout-out defenses anymore. No, 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 no. The, uh, an elite defense right now is, man, you know, they get situational stops and turnovers. Less than 24 points a game is, Correct. An, elite, is an elite defense now. They, 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 they are one of three, one of four in the red zone. You know, that that's an elite defense. You got to mm-hmm. be stuffing teams in the red zone. Like, that's how we versus the older in times of pitching shutouts, no touchdowns. That's just not happening. So, for Agreed. me, I'm saying to myself, 
we got to score. <laughs> we got to score. <laughs> there were times, you know, about a decade or so ago where it was different, man. The Steelers, yeah. if the Steelers scored 17 points. You were like, it was oh, locked this, up. This we're is, done. This isn't yeah, bad. We're good. This is, I think I've told you this story before, right? Um, the would have been 2011 playoffs. Mm-hmm. Steelers went to the Super Bowl and, and lost to the Packers. In the divisional round that year, mm. we played the Ravens at home, and the Steelers were down 21 points at halftime. Mm. That game, I've never been at a game that felt more over than that. Because that era of yeah. Steelers-Ravens, 17 points most it's of the done. time was yeah. enough to win the game. Yeah. 21 points was enough to win the game, and we were down 21 at halftime. That game felt over, and the Steelers, of course, come back to win, and, and that game was, I think, probably the most fun I've ever had at a Steelers game. The next week, we beat the Jets and that loudmouth Rex Ryan in the <laughs> AFC Championship game. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Those you just have to recalibrate your expectations. Even in the SEC, Arthur Motes they ain't playing defense like that anymore. Mm. Jonathan, remember he tweeted us this yesterday, and I saved this. I wanted to make sure to get it. Yes. What would you do if you're Mike Tomlin in regards to the blitz on Sunday night? Because we know this team has to and likes to get after quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes quite often kills the blitz. What is the best defense against them? He says, man, cover two shell. You know, Tom, as Tomlin says, you got to switch it up. You got to hit the reset button. Arthur Motes, what would you go about at least to start the game uh, to attack to defend Patrick Mahomes and company? Slow bleed. You got to, man. Too high shell. And when you say too high shell, it's not just cover two. Because I know when we say, oh, you got to say too high shell, everybody's like, oh, you can't play cover two the whole time, man. These guys are too fast. It's not cover two every time it's a too high shell. You have two man. Two man is a man to man defense. You just have safety help on both sides. But that can very well turn into everybody being man-to-man, depending on the route combinations. You have Tampa 2. Tampa 2 is kind of like 3 on the back end of it. Now, it gets a little different with the front end of the linebackers, but that's another form of it. You got your cover 4s, your cover 6. Any split safety coverage where I know I'm going to have the right and left side of these fields covered up in terms of the deep pass, that's the approach I'm going with, and I'm going to have a mixed bag of four-man rushes. I'm going to have a mixed bag simulated pressure simulated pressure meaning i send a linebacker but i'm gonna drop a, i'm gonna drop a d lineman so you get the illusion that it is what a blitz mm-hmm. because you see a, a linebacker rushing you see a nickel corner rushing but it's not a blitz because i'm dropping a d lineman out of that thing into a hook zone because i do not want to get the fast death when you blitz a guy like mahomes is no different than mm-hmm. in their primes tom brady ben roffsberger drew Brees, uh peyton manning you don't blitz those guys because by blitzing them, you're essentially telling them where to go with the ball. Correct. You're not going. You're not fooling these guys. For every time that you take a guy out of coverage to blitz, they're going to know because of this right here. As defenders, we want to we want to disguise, and you always hear people talk about you got to disguise, got to disguise, catch twenty two. Because you don't disguise at the expense of your coverage. Hmm. So what am I talking about? Okay. So say where you're supposed to blitz. You're my nickel corner. Okay, so you're lined up in the slot on your guy, and I'm Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to know that you're blitzing, right? You don't want me to know that I'm blitzing or that you're blitzing, so you're going to stand there. You're going to look at that receiver this whole time, and you're doing a great job. I can't tell that you're blitzing or not. Mike Hilton style. Yeah, you you look like you're in coverage. But this is where it gets interesting because what if that slot receiver is Tyreek Hill? So (laughs) now now, now let's talk about it. Tyreek Hill is what? He's an elitely fast player. So They call him Cheetah for a reason. So if you're the safety, you might want to show on the opposite side of the field from where you're located at, so that way if I'm a Holmes, I can't look at you and look at this safety and say, oh, yeah, it's got to be a blitz because the safety is standing over right over top of him, right? 
typically you could do that. But when that's Tyree Kill, that backside safety isn't going to be fast enough to show on that opposite hash and get over here in time. So what does he have to do? He has to cheat. So he's going to be in the middle of the field or he's going to be on that right hash or he might be lined up over top of you just 15, 20 yards deep. <laughs> well, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, you just told me the answer. Yeah. You just told me. This nickel cornerback is blitzing. So that's my hot read. So that slot receiver knows that. So my O-line knows that and so forth and so forth. So even if the front seven guys, even if your nickel wants to show one thing and play the game and stuff like that, the secondary guys can't do that because of the matchups. You can't Hollywood against Travis Kelsey. Let our linebackers be walked up in this A-gap and Travis Kelsey is lined up out there as a normal tight end. Good luck. Good luck. But if they walk those linebackers out to where Travis Kelsey is and get Patrick Mahomes, what do you know? Well, they ain't blitzing that A-gap anymore. All that blitz ain't coming over here anymore. And those are the reasons why you can't blitz these guys and you can't do it a lot, especially. You might get away one or two times. Right. I mean, yeah, Maybe might, in the first half, right, you once might, or twice. You might get once or twice. But this is just so hard because you're not going to fool elite-level quarterbacks. And when you blitz, you take a guy out of coverage and you're ultimately going to put somebody else that's going to have to cover their zone you put them in a bind as well. And versus an elite quarterback like Mahomes, like these guys we talked about, even Ben for crying out loud. Yeah, Think about it. It was yeah, a time absolutely. where you would not blitz Ben. We, man, we, I wish if, they would blitz did, Ben. If you did, he'd pick you apart across I the middle. I wish they would blitz yeah. Ben. And that's where Mahomes is right now. Yeah. So that's the biggest reason why you have to stay the too high shell and play the slow bleeding and hope that, hey, I want them to hand the ball off 30 times. Mahomes can't be the reason we lose. If we lose... It can't be because of Mahomes. It has to be because of your Clyde Edward Hilaire. It has to be because of your Frank Gore. It has to be that reason. It can't be, oh, Tyree Kill hit us over the head for 150. Travis Kelsey hit us over the head for, you know, buck 25, two tutties. It can't be that. But Michelle making them have to snap that ball 60, 70, 80 times, yeah. your chances of victory go up largely. Because eventually, you know, some of these teams, they will get a little impatient. They will say, you know what, let's take a shot. Let's try it. Let's go for it anyways. And that's when you capitalize. But if you go out here with this greedy mentality, if you go out here with this mentality, that, hey, man, we got to match them, man. We're going oh, we, we to paper, paper power. cut you to death. Man, you don't want them problems? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Zero problems, big Not fella. Not at all. Yeah, I, I, that's very well said. That's the expertise of Professor Motes right there. And I'm sure that that's the answer that Jonathan was working for as well. Well, and, and the thing is, it's on tape. The biggest difference, teams have not changed up how they are playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs have just become content with taking those, you know, 10-play, 13-play drives. The first six, seven games of the year, they weren't content with it. They would get six plays in, and they are like, you know, we're going to get want greedy. the quick strikes. We're going to take a yeah. shot. Yeah. And that was the reason why they were having the turnovers. That was the reason why they weren't being as successful. Now, on this eight, nine-game stretch that they've been on, they've become a lot more comfortable with take these five-yard passes, hand this ball off, and just have this more slow, methodical approach, even though it makes the game closer and it condenses the game, it still gives them the best chance to win because they know, hey, if it comes down to I got to have it moment, we got the talent, we got the personnel. We just have to make sure that we don't shoot ourselves in the foot because we're arrogant. And that's some of the things that they've struggled with and that they've definitely improved upon this season. But that is where they are, and that is the best way. That Broncos team – that's the only reason why that Broncos game was as close as it was. Correct. They played two high safety, slow bleed, and they didn't turn the ball over. And when they did, what happened? That was the game changer. That was the game. That was the game changer. Instead of kicking a field goal, instead of getting a touchdown, you turn the ball over that's in the red zone. At least a 10-point swing. It. Absolutely. And you lost by four. That was it. Yeah. But that is the method. That is how you win. The Bengals team, that is the method. 
That is how you win. And it's on tape. Now, are you going to be patient enough to do it? Are you going to execute for there's four a little, quarters? There's a little cat and mouse yeah. there, too. Right. you yeah. got to do your part, too. You can't have the turnovers. You can't give them extra possessions. You can't you have first. Right. Yeah. You have to get off the field on third down. When yeah. it's a third and nine, when you it's a third up, and yeah. 12, you yeah. got to win that. When you win on first yeah, down, you got to make it count. Right. Yeah. And that's the other part, whereas at times you see these, these guys converting third, seven, third, and eight. And you're like, that can't happen. When you do all the work on first and second down to get them in third and eight plus, you have to book that as I'm getting off the field. Third and five or low, hey, 50%. You want to get 50%. But if it's third and eight, man, I got to be hitting at least 80% of these. I got to get off this field. Because by getting off this field, that's going to put their defense in the bottom, make them have to be out there more, keep and me fresh. And let them get gassed, yeah. Right. And the best defense against Mahomes is keeping him keeping on the sideline. Side like, let's be real about it, man. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And there's your lesson for today, class. David tweets us and says, FYI, the new Roger Wood, here we go, song dropped today. Oh, okay. And wait a second. No, it, it drops tomorrow. Nah, nah, nah. It drops, early. About this, early. it drops about this time tomorrow yeah. right on these airways. He definitely early. Don't you be stepping on our toes. Come on now. <laughs> Topcat says, Mr. Moats, are you on the record of saying that you were being cantankerous about overtime workouts? Oh, yes, yes. Very, very. Cantankerous, and I'm glad that he actually be tuning into the show. He he a real one for that one. But yes, very very <laughs> cantankerous. I I had a very foul and uh you know just piss poor attitude as it pertains to overtime with my workouts. If you want to include that in the workout, I'm for it. Like if you come out here, you tell me, hey look, we're not running 32 sprints. We're gonna run 52 sprints. All right, I know I'm the number. Good with that. I'm good with it. But don't tell me we're running 40. I run my 40. Like, right, we got 20 more. 10 more. Like, no, bro. No. That's that personal trainer. Give me 20 push-ups. All right, now give me five more. Yeah. Now give me 10 more. Yep, and I tell them all the time, you, you got to know who you're working with. Some of the best coaches, you know why they're great? Because they understand their players. They understand who they're talking to. I'm not that guy. Know your personnel, Okay? Right? I am not the we're going to spring overtime on him. Nah. Uh-uh. I'm not emotionally stable enough. I'm working. But I ain't, I ain't there just yet. And I nine years Every coach I had throughout the night. Now, some coaches carried over. And in fact, I had one coach for all nine years because he came from Buffalo with me over here to Pittsburgh. And he knew firsthand. And every time somebody would bring it up, he's like, oh, man, here you go. <laughs> he's actually in Brooklyn now with the Nets. Shout out to, shout out to my man, Dan. There we go. Absolutely. Well, hopefully he doesn't have KD running yeah. those extra sprints. Hey, 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 over to- Dan, come on. I told you this at 21. <laughs> you think at 30 I'm going to change all of a sudden? Come on, Dan. <laughs> He says to KD, if we would have done more overtime, you wouldn't have stepped on the line last hey. year in the playoffs. It's like, bro, I don't want to hit none of that. <laughs> I don't care about none of that. <laughs> Joel tweets us wondering about Najee uh, Harris's status on Sunday. If you listen to Brian back on the previous segment you heard there, but wouldn't expect him to be 100%, but but by all indications, sounds like he's going to play. Can a less than 100% Najee still give us the impact that we need? Yeah, I think he did on Sunday but I think the fourth the con- quarter. I think the context is different, though, because you got the adrenaline. You're in the game. You sure. haven't had all sure. week for it to sit. I think that part is different. We're talking Fair about you, you having time to actually, like, sit and fester yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You checking this thing on a Thursday like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Here's all I'll say. No disrespect. You know, you always got to preface it like that, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or with all due respect. Or with all due respect. Yeah, whichever way, you know. Or no disrespect. Whichever way you want to slice S- it. Slight respect, slight disrespect. Uh, not 100% Najee is still the best option out of the backfield, I think. Wow, you taking shots at I the I said guys. with all wow. due respect. No disrespect. I double prefaced it. Wow, he said he only like one running back with dreads. Wow. Only like one running back out That's of DC. That's crazy. <laughs> but I concur. <laughs> 
Gary says, man, what happened to James Washington? Always liked him. Thought he had potential this year. But Ray Ray McLeod is starting to get it. Gary, yeah, this is something we've talked about on no, the no, show. No, no. You, you know what it is? I figured it out. He should have been a hostage, but instead he was a volunteer. If he would have voiced his pleasure to the extent of Melvin Ingram, what was the response to Melvin Ingram? See ya. We want volunteers, not hostages. I allow you to leave. James, remember at the beginning of the season, training camp, James had voiced his displeasure through his agent. His agent, but okay, so yeah. the message was out there. We all knew what it was. Chase got hurt. Things changed. That's when I felt like the report about him wanting to get traded went hush hush. He didn't bring it up anymore. They asked him about it again during the season. Still publicly, nothing else was out there. So you give the response, or at least you give the perception that you're fine. You give the perception that, hey, you know what? Even playing time I want, I'm still committed to this team. And, hey, for the team, that's great. For the team, yeah, when Juju goes down, if Chase goes down, you got James. You could throw him out there whenever you want to. But for James as an individual, it sucks because you're losing money. Now when free agency hits, and you might be upset with the organization and say, hey, I don't want to come back to Pittsburgh. I want to go somewhere else. Well, market value isn't what it should be. Sure. Now, if I'm another team, I'll get you on a vet minimum deal, which is a couple hundred thousand. It's still good money for you, but compared to what you probably could have been in line for, if you went out here and had another good season, imagine if you had a seven, 800-yard season, a 900-yard season, 70 touches, I mean 70 catches. Man, you playing yourself into some millions. But because he did not voice his displeasure to that extent, and granted, I'm sure public perception-wise, he's probably perceived in a better manner than Melvin Ingram right now. But the difference is, one is going to still be able to generate more money. One generated a better opportunity, whereas with James, he's not going to walk into an opportunity like Melvin did. Right. And that's the problem when you're talking about the individual versus the team element and how it could be beneficial for one party and not the other. This is one of those cases right here. I agree with you. Man, Mozi's laying it down here in the I final segment. I probably shouldn't be saying that, too. Y'all can get me in trouble, man. This this is SNR. I can't be talking about that. Like That's like some of the behind-the-scenes nuance to the business element of it. I'm supposed to – I got to – I'm sorry. Don't worry about this, guys. Everything is perfect. One of my favorite lines. When, they, when you tell them it's a business, they'll tell you it's just a game. Mm-hmm. When you tell them it's just a game, they'll tell you it's a business. That's the truth. Tweets us and uh, chimes in with his uh, three things Thursday. Do like about Kansas City, Andy Reid, what a great coach, their future Hall of Fame quarterback already, and the explosive uh, options at wide receiver and tight end. Those are three good ones. No, oh, absolutely. Man, that's, that's, that's pretty daunting uh, when you put a, it like that. That's a pretty good list, man. Future Hall of Fame coach, future Hall of Fame quarterback, explosive weapons on the outside and a tight end. Don't like their defense sometimes is shaky. Um, they create their own mistakes and they have to play against a defense in the Steelers that can turn up the fire at any time. Mm-hmm. I think those are good ones. I like those, actually. I like those at all. I like those a lot. Says she's she's drinking the Kool-Aid. She's drinking the juice. She's drunk. Now we've got Juju. Keep Mahomes off the field in this game. Well, hold on, Julie. Juju's – and for anybody who missed this, Juju is betting, but he's not going to play on Sunday. This is crazy. I mean, have they? I don't know if they've officially said he's not going to play on Sunday, but we would be shocked if he plays on Sunday. This is very true. Now, again, if the Steelers go on a little bit of a run here, Moats laid that out. Maybe that he could be is back. Possible. But I, I, I wouldn't. Let's just put it this way: I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bank on Juju playing on Sunday. So don't get too excited in that regard. Nice of you to just kill the parlay vibe like that. Thanks. <laughs> it's Annie. Our girl Annie says, if the Steelers can disrupt the Chiefs, like technology disrupted Backo's call. <laughs> They'll keep the game close and have a puncher's chance. 
I like that. <laughs> Technology was try hate on Batco though. Holy cow. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh oh, now this is a good one. Our buddy Steeler Nation 920 mm-hmm. says, um, if I could add any Steelers in case of emergency from any era to play in this game against the Chiefs, I would pick Dermani Dawson. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Okay, okay. Definitely position in need. Well, yeah, he's he he's a major upgrade over any of us. Oh, I was gonna say, well, we got JC in the Hall of Fame center. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Either one of them. Yeah, yeah. Put him out there, please. That's our guy. Yeah, Dermani Dawson is. Oh my god, he that dude. He he's unbelievable. Uh, Rod Dalla says, safe to say that Tuit and Dotson seasons are officially over. Tuit, yeah. Dotson, you think that's safe? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously it hinges on this week. Yeah. Yeah, they win this week. All that's in play. I don't, I, I, and it was funny because, you know, when you think about Juju being the first one to return of some of these guys that have been injured, I know Alu Alu's name was brought up. I know Tua's name was brought up. It's just crazy to think that Juju was the one to hit, you know, to beat all those guys back with the severity of his injury and with the timing of when he went down. He was one of the last guys to go down of that bunch, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't see outside of – I don't see any of those guys making it back. Any, yeah, because you, you got to get out of this week. Yeah. You got to get out of this week. You have to. And then that potentially changes everything. Yeah, but you got to get out of this week first. So let's – yeah, let's start there and then One, and then one we'll thing see. at a time. One thing at a time. Our buddy G. Robdo, my fellow Big 12 brethren mm-hmm. there in Iowa, the Cyclones, says a 1% chance is better than no chance. A 1% chance is better than sitting on the couch at home watching everyone else on TV. I'm a realist, but still, let's go. I'm with him. Like, I don't get this whole negative connotation of, oh, you only got 1% chance. Uh, well, it's better than zero. And everybody that's sitting at home outside of the 14 teams they that got made a zero it, percent they chance. Zero. Yeah. zero. So I don't care about any. This, what Chris Brown said. Man, you can't hate from outside the club. You can't even get in. Like, I don't hear anybody talking when you're not in the postseason. Like, yo, shut up. Sit down and watch us. Get some Doritos. Get you some salsa and some chips, okay? Get you some some other uh, some other things to make you feel good about yourself. But mm-hmm. other than that, you're going to sit down and watch mm-hmm. the Steelers play. That's regardless right. of how much in you— prime time. Exactly. Regardless of how much you don't think this team should be in here. Regardless Woo. of how much you don't think this team has the personnel, coaching staff, whatever you want to say— at the end of the day, they completed the prerequisites to make it to the postseason that a lot of teams did not. So I don't care about the charges and their feelings. I don't care about people saying they want to see the Colts. If you wanted to see them, you should have called them up and told them to win more games. It's Chargers up and Justin Herbert. So so he ain't had 17 games? Oh. Oh. Colts ain't had 17 games? Oh. oh. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Okay, just check. That's just how I feel about it personally. You know how I feel about it? Arthur Motes to all those people. Which which one? That are up so you still you still are just gonna get blown out which anyways. One tell? Which one tell? Let me get an old friend in here real quick. Uh-oh. First time Uh-oh. in our new studios. <gasps> to Is get, he making an appearance? To get the Macho Man. <gasps> oh my god! I was not expecting to Randy tell to pull all these up today, people, man. All these people whining. Oh, let me get out of here. I'm t- <sighs> okay, okay, okay. You may not like it. Uh oh. But accept it. Talk about it, Randy. That's Randy, ladies thanks, and gentlemen. Thanks, Randy. We appreciate it. Randy, I love you, man. Thanks, buddy. Francis tweets us and says, "I didn't know he knew the, uh, the address to the new studio, man. I'm actually happy well, about I, that, you bro. Know, I had to, I had to slide into his DMs ah, real quick. Ah, okay, okay. He just okay. ran here with the quickness. Hey, man, he had them glasses on too, man. Oh yeah. Francis tweets us and says, "Let me get 2010 Ben with the visor because the visor just hits different. I ain't gonna lie, visor Ben, I liked. I wasn't even still his fan in 2010, but I liked the visor Ben though. 
Francis also says, Wes, I'm going to the Backyard Brawl in September, first time ever. What should I expect? Well, Francis, are you a Pitt fan or a WVU fan? Because if you're a Pitt fan, you should expect a lot of jokes about empty stadiums, and you're welcome for selling this place out. But if at you're the same a WVU time, the stadium fan, will be packed. It's going to be it is, yeah. what, 80% WVU. No, WVU no, WVU no, no. It'll be a good 50-50 mix. It'll be a good 50-50 mix. I'll give them that credit. It's it's always the same jokes, right? If you're a Pitt fan, you're going to hear a lot about your empty stadium and how yeah. nobody cares. If you're a WVU fan, you're going to hear a lot about 13 to 9, and you're going to hear jokes yeah. about kissing your cousin. Hey, question. What is 13? To put it, ni- is, to put it nicely. Kiss, I know. They say meaner things to, to mother and I, to my sister and I. But, I had a question. Yeah, kissing your cousin i know like because i'm a math guy so when i think of 13 i think of math mm-hmm. but what is the real significance of 13 9 for Pitt in west virginia you're just winding me up i know you know the answer no i'm, I'm like so serious because i hear it a lot that, and, was, the, that was the score laugh. that was the score of the 2007 game when they kept us out of the national championship that was the score that they beat us oh. i know you just winded me up i know you know this but it's all right. I don't. I'm sorry. Like I, you know, I do. I do these podcasts with Chris Carter, and he always slides in these thirteen nine jokes. I totally forgot like, that. Like, bro, I've nine. been getting that since I was sixteen years old. I'm gonna be thirty one in a couple weeks. All right, yeah. I, I'm bulletproof, baby. Yeah. My soul yeah. was blackened. My soul yeah. was ruined many moons ago. But you know what? I'm still a season ticket holder. I'm still there every Saturday. Unlike, you, unlike you pit heathens who can't even show up when you're having your best season since Dan Marino was you on campus. You better talk your talk. That's what you should expect, Francis. <laughs> and and. A lot of beer is going to get crushed down on the North Shore that day. Uh, better believe it, brother. Because there's one thing that Pitt fans and WVU fans have in common. We like to hydrate. We like to hydrate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rudy said, give me 2016 Antonio Brown to add to this team. Game changer. <laughs> Grinning Barrett, our new friend from yesterday. Says, fellas, I just want to thank the football gods for giving us SNR. All I got to do is go to Steelers.com, click on game day audio, and I never have to listen to Collinsworth. You guys are coming for Collinsworth today. And Nick Wright. Yeah, All right. really they are, just bro. made the list. Seriously. <laughs> they just made the list. Uh, Steel City Champs tweets us and says, who's taking notes? Because Professor Motes is speaking facts. Preach. Oh, well, I greatly appreciate you. Now I just try to provide the people what they need on these type of days like today as we get closer to game day. Ray tweets us and says, Mikey and Bob played the new Here We Go song this morning on the Freak Show. No, the, the, the new Here We Go song doesn't come out about, until tomorrow. It drops tomorrow, man. I don't know what y'all are talking about. It's only one. Here we go. It, it, it drops every Friday, mm-hmm. you know, unless the Steelers play on Monday and Thursday. Correct. About... What, 115-ish on Steelers Nation? I don't know where you Correct. guys have been, all right? We yeah, do man. this every Come week, on, not just when, you know, we're not front runners. We do this every week, not Uh-oh. just when the team makes the playoffs. Did you just, did, did you just take a no, shot? No, it's, listen, the, right, see, you can't, you can't you do that because then people shot. think I'm being serious and I'm not being a. <laughs> he said, if I people, people know anything about you. me, it's that I take myself serious. You know, Arthur Motes, there's a lot of Pittsburgh media wars going on out there. You know, I'm I very, know, man. you and I are very involved in all that stuff. We love to get hostile. We love to oh, throw man. other people under the bus. We love to talk trash. We take ourselves serious. Arthur Motes, this is sports, okay? Mm-hmm. If there's anything you should know, it's that if you, if you have a, a job in sports, you better take it seriously. You better talk your talk. That's all I know. Here we go, song drops about 23 and a half hours from now, yeah. depending on what time you're listening to this. <laughs> lit one. Lit, 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 lit. Said, I just had to look up cantankerous. I'm adding it to the vocabulary. Let's, let's go. Bad-tempered, argumentative, uncooperative. Yeah, you know, people say we have quite a cantankerous show here. I'm telling you, I get very cantankerous when you start hollering, Honest. Honest. I'm like, oh, 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 I thought Arthur was such this nice, happy-go-lucky, always smiling guy. Not in that moment right there. Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. 
I mentioned the words overtime to Arthur Motes. Yeah, I, I got fired. How did I get here? Everybody thought that I was actually talking trash on Roger Woods. <laughs> actually, you know what? I think I do that classic Yenzer thing. I think his name is Roger Wood. And I always put, I the, put an S on it. Yes, put yeah. the S on the end. That's that's a classic. That's like when we do our radio shows. You know, we do our radio now shows. Now see, today. Jace, Jace is tweeting us the song. Guys, I know that I know that Roger Wood actually. I I I'm yeah, they're, being they're not I'm it. being facetious yeah, here. I'm joking it. around. I know well, he released you know, that the song was, this morning. Moats and I do our version every I was Friday. Say, I'm just being facetious. This is say, like when I say the 16th but no, 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 chapel. But, but they say in, I know in it's the 16th chapel. It's a joke. This is what they said, man. In broadcast boot camp, they say you're not supposed to. Have sarcasm on the radio because the people don't always understand the sarcasm. Like, like my man was really tweeting you about the sixteen. It's, it wasn't one, two, three, four. I'm like, he really doesn't get it. It's just it's he all really just, doesn't get it. That's you know why too. That's another reason why it'd be a good thing if we had live streams of this yes. show because yes. then people would see us laughing and joking and they would around. That, yeah. Yes, you know, no one gets out of life alive. All right, don't take it too seriously. We're all gonna die one day, unless one of you has got the you know. The fountain of youth over there. If so, yeah. then slide into our DMs. Speak for yourself, Playboy. Yeah. Speak for yourself, Playboy. <laughs> All right, a couple more here real quick before we get out of here. What Juju Ben Hayden Akorafor tweets us and says, if I could add any Steeler player from any era to the team on Sunday, give me Alan Fanica. Ooh. It's a good answer, too. Got to fix that line. I like it. Good answer, too. Yeah. Now, Steel City Champs tweets us, hey, guys, it's my queen's birthday. Can you tell her happy birthday? Yeah, and, you know, we've been known to sing songs and happy birthday. Steel City Champ, she didn't give us our na- her name. She's just the queen. So happy birthday She's to the queen. your queen. <laughs> happy birthday to your queen. Happy birthday to Steel City Champs' queen. Yes, Steel City Champs, you are a good guy because your queen getting a birthday shout out. Shout out to your queen. We got to specify your queen because I call my wife my queen. So how we know which queen we talking about? Right. You know what? It's funny because I called my wife Queen too all the time, and uh, now I call our new daughter Queen. I'm like, oh, what's up, Queen? Mm, and my, okay. my wife's like, wait, no, wait a Sada. second. No, wait a second. Yeah, who's, I had to learn it's princess. Who's, who's, you're, you're the princess. Who's the real queen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one from our buddy Cuban Dan. Uh, he said, during the show today, can you guys touch on what Ben said about not having a chance on Sunday? He said, I don't know if this has been taken out of context, but I've seen it a lot. I know Najee reacted to it on Instagram and then deleted it. Um. Also, what I've been listening. To it? Deleted it. Like, what did he do? He 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 reposted a thing right of Ben saying we have no chance, mm-hmm. and and was like, what? With a bunch of question marks and. Oh yeah, I missed that. Okay. I think because, listen, I, I know that again. This is the sarcasm thing that gets lost on people yeah. sometimes. We we take everything so seriously, and I get that, and I know in today's age, that's 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 kind of like you know we. Quite often, do. we attack people yeah. a lot of times for, for things that they say, and now everybody is just so honed in on everything. Like, it has to be 100% ironclad, no jokes, no sarcasm, no, no fac- jokey jokes, no facetiousness. No funny funny. Ben, I-, I know, if you watch the clip, if you listen to the clip, it's not like he's laughing, it's not like he's raising his eyebrows, but he's he's being facetious. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't think that they have no chance. He's being facetious, he's having some fun, and let's be honest, too. Ben Ben likes to have fun at the expense of the media. That's Absolutely. something that's something that he's done over the course of his career a little bit. He sometimes likes to throw it back in their face a little bit. He sometimes likes to make his own jokey jokes. All right, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't actually think that they have no chance on Sunday. He's just joshing. Hmm. Boom. I couldn't have said it better myself, actually, man. <laughs> seven, four, seven always believes he has a chance. Yeah. Always. always. And, it, and it doesn't matter what the sport is. Like I said, he... 
Always. It don't matter if it's ping pong, no, if no, no, it's no. football. That, 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 those two civilized. It could be trash can basketball. He believes he has a chance. It could be shooting trash into the trash can. He believes he has a chance. We could be saying we're going to hold our breath for the longest and hop on our left foot. He's still going to believe he has a chance. Okay? That's just seven. Oh, I love it. It's the truth, though. That's, uh, that's how seven it. is, man. He always believes he got. And and when you're a Hall of Fame quarterback, you you need that. That's yes. the type of confidence that we talk about bordering mm-hmm. on arrogance. Ben Roethlisberger yes. has found the way, the, the right formula to toe that line throughout his 18 years. And uh, I think he found the formula to throw it back at some people. From a national, not like not just people here in Pittsburgh, too. Again, you guys are tweeting us the, the Nick Wright clips and the, all these people talking about how the Steelers have no chance. Don't be naive, all right? We used to, before the COVID times, we did our show down at the Steelers facility, what, Mozi, three or four days a week? Three times a week, yeah. They got TVs on down there. They're mm-hmm. watching ESPN. They're watching FS1. They're watching the NFL Network. They're mm-hmm. hearing all this stuff, too. Just just a little jab from number seven. Just don't, a little bit. You know, but I don't blame you if, you if you thought maybe he was being serious because Najee did for a few minutes there, too, before he deleted his Instagram yeah. story. It <laughs> happens. That's it why... Happens. Moats and I, don't take it. To, it's it's sports talk. It's supposed to be fun. Social media is not a real place. Twitter's not a real place. Mm-hmm. Sports are entertainment. Just enjoy it. Don't take it or yourself too seriously. Arthur Moats, that's all I got for today. Wow. Why like you just easily just cruise that in and just landed like it was a 750? Well, I don't you know. know. I think I was like I mean, Sully like, landing that one nah, on the Hudson. Man, I don't know how smooth nah, that, that was. That, that was beautiful right there, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Motsy, great stuff today. Fun, it's been fun shows all week. Always fun shows. You know how we do. Come we on, had the man. Monday. Okay, we're here. Wow, this show goes mm-hmm. on. And yesterday, Motes host Wednesday is always a buzz. Try to have a little fun with it. Thanks to our buddy Brian Backo for joining us. He always makes Thursdays special here on the show. And to all of yins out there as well. Bing bong. We know you. Uh, you know we love you guys. You're a huge part of everything we do. And we appreciate the H-E double hockey sticks. Out of Yins. Yeah, man. That'll do it for us today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, Friday. The Here We Go song. The real Here We Go song. Five Star Friday. The real Five Star predictions. Friday. Predictions. The real predictions. All that good stuff. It's all on the table tomorrow. And you know where to find us. As always, it's on High Noon. Or it's at High Noon. I was going to say, on High Noon. On High Noon. At High Noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers. Nation. Radio. There it is.